Welcome to Built to Go, a van life podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Wagg, coming to you from the College of Curiosity. This time, it is a bonus episode. This is one of those episodes where I do an interview and stick that in the middle of the week so as not to interrupt the regular podcasts. But this is on a topic that is very important to a lot of you folks and one that I'm not really much help with. So I have with me on the line right now, Phoebe Millward, who is from, well, she's from many, many places. And she is a 23-year-old full-time traveler and digital nomad, there's that buzzword there, from the UK. And she has done all kinds of things in her life, such as working as a ballet teacher, doing all kinds of extra jobs like waitressing and au pairing, but that really wasn't fulfilling to her. So she decided to head out there and see what's what just like many of us are doing. And she went through a whole bunch of different online opportunities before finding success in, and I quote here, high-ticket affiliate marketing, which is something I might actually know something about. And then she got herself a one-way ticket at age 21 to go to New Zealand in a van, something I definitely want to hear more about. Now she's exploring Argentina, coaching other travel lovers who feel unqualified or inexperienced or follow in her footsteps and build a wealthy freedom-based income, totally from scratch, all from a laptop to fund the travel dream, which is what we're all trying to do here. So Phoebe, welcome to built to go Tell me about you and your trip to New Zealand, especially. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Thanks so much. That was epic, by the way. Um, (laughs) Right, New Zealand, what a life-changing experience. I don't know if a lot of the listeners have been there, but oh man, it's just such a go-to place. There's just not really a vibe like that that I've experienced anywhere else yet that I know of. That, um, That type of beach life, it's such a surf lifestyle. Everyone is so chill. Yes. They are so relaxed. Everyone will help you out. I felt so safe, especially traveling as a solo female. I I felt so safe. And the whole country just seems like tailored to van life. Like it was just the perfect place to do it. It does. I've done both North and South Island, not in a van, but on separate trips. And it, it shocked me when I realized that they don't have interstates. <laughs> it's like right. all the roads are small. <laughs> they were all like one lane roads, yes. right? Like It's just so easy to drive around. And were you mostly on the North Island or the South Island? I spent one year up in the North and then a couple months down in the South. I probably did it the wrong way around. If I were suggesting for others to do, I would spend most of your time in the South. I think the South is more scenic yeah. and has a lot more of the smaller towns. I mean, it, but you don't have Auckland and Auckland is kind of New Zealand's connection to the rest of the world. It is. And uh, I yeah. imagine if you're in a situation where you're trying to support yourself and find ways to make income, being nearer to Auckland might have some value. I mean, yeah, you could be speaking some truth, but if you're going to be making money online, then it really doesn't matter where you are. And that's the beauty of remote income is that you can be absolutely anywhere tied to zero locations. Yes, exactly right. So what brought you to Argentina? Well, I've got a very lovely romance story if you'd like to hear it. Well, sure. (laughs) So I did go solo. I was in New Zealand for quite a while by myself. But obviously, you're going to be attracting people who are on the same kind of vibe as you. You meet amazing people traveling solo, by the way. Don't ever feel nervous about it because you're going to make so many friends and connections. 
So I was in the north. I was hiking the Tongariro Crossing. Did you do that one? No, I was doing the kind of cruise ship tourism stuff. So none of the real stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Add that to the must-see list in New Zealand. I will. The Tongariro Crossing in the north. It's brilliant. It's a volcanic hike. Really cool. Wow. But it is about eight hours to complete. And I went there by myself, obviously. And I was hoping to meet people because I didn't want to do it on my own. Funnily enough, I did meet a guy. He was right there. And we got talking. He asked me to take his picture for him. And we just spent that whole hike getting to know each other. And he's from Argentina. So and now you speak Spanish. Makes... Actually, yeah, I did learn some Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how the story went. We met, we did a hike, and we kind of didn't separate since then. So that's what triggered us to go over to Argentina next because we went over there to meet his family. Excellent. That is amazing. Now, you're back in England now? I am, yeah. I came here just for the holidays. Ah, okay. Well, geez, it's, it's January 14th as we're recording this. You guys have long holidays. That's another real good beauty of being a digital nomad. <laughs> it is. It is. All right. So so help 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 my folks out here. I have talked a lot about how to make money on the road, but I am I am I'm an old guy. I'm fifty-five. I grew up before there was the internet. When I was maybe eighteen, I think I was eighteen, yeah, I bought my first RV, which was one of those little tiny micro Toyota RVs that we would consider a van today, I think. It's it's very much the same thing. And I always wanted to just take off in it and go live in it. But at that time, that was impossible. We had no internet. Right. There was, I mean, what we didn't even have like Grubhub. There was like nothing that you could do in that lifestyle except maybe panhandle, which isn't something I really wanted to do. Things have changed drastically now, and I am not the best person for giving people advice on how to make money, except how not to. Folks, if you think you're <laughs> going to start a YouTube channel and Instagram and support yourself that way, have a plan B, and then take that plan A and put it down like at E, and focus on the plan B. So I'm hoping you can give us a plan B that should really be a plan A. Right. I love that you've mentioned that, by the way, because I will talk about things like monetizing social media Good. and YouTube and stuff. But man, like you said, you've got to be prepared for work and that it's not going to be working straight away. Yes. All right. Give it to us. What are we going to do? Well, you've got a lot of options here. I mean, I'm going to provide eight brief options of things that could inspire you to look into just to see what's going to work for you. But... There are going to be a lot of other options out there as well that maybe you could find on your own. So these are just a really good starting point, something to inspire you, something to give you an idea. So the biggest passion of mine is that there is so much freedom out there, but we aren't taught how to achieve it. So in school, you're actually taught the opposite. We are taught how to go and carry on to college or uni and get a job and get a house and pay your bills and stay in one place. Now, obviously our community right here, we don't want to live that kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But that also means we don't know where to learn anything else from. So yeah. it's really important to be reaching out and learning from people that have what you want. This is my biggest passion in life. Learn from people that have what you want. So don't be listening to your bosses or the people around you that are trying to tell you to stay in one place. Live that freedom lifestyle. Do the research. Learn from people that have what you want. So I'm going to try and give as much details as I can. Number one on something that anyone could look into for remote income is in languages. So you could be doing teaching, which is the most um, common way that I've seen so far. Or if you speak two languages, you could do some translating work. 
Now, teaching English, I did also give this a go myself, and it's pretty good because if you can teach whatever language you're a native in, there are sites for all of it, or you could teach as a professional teacher. So all you need is a laptop and internet. You can check out sites such as Preply and italki, Verbal Planet, Cambly, My Lingo Trip, just to name a few to look into. These don't even require qualifications, and most of them you set your own rate as well. So that's something pretty handy with language teaching. I had friends who lived in Japan and taught English, and that was a thing that you could do in the day. And I asked, so where did they learn Japanese? And they said, oh, I don't speak Japanese. Back then, you had to move to Japan to do this. Now, with the internet, anyone can do it from anywhere, and I believe you still can do this even if you don't actually speak another language. Right, exactly. Like, at the time when I was doing this, I didn't speak another language. I was just a native English speaker. And people will hire you and have classes with you just to practice with a native. So you don't even need a second language. You're right. That is awesome. All right. Well, that's something I've never covered on the podcast before. So already you have added value. Thank you, Phoebe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I could help. So make sure you look into those sites, check their requirements. There aren't that many to be fair, so you should have a good chance. I guess the only downside to teaching languages is that it is a limited income. It's not paid that great. And you are still tied to time schedules. You'll have to trade a lot of time to make decent money. And of course, you'd have to have a solid internet connection. Absolutely. The thing in the U.S. is we have all this amazing Bureau of Land Management land that we can use all we want, but internet access is tough. So, uh, yeah, mm. don't don't count on your WeBoost to save you in these situations. Make sure you're in a good place for cell service. For sure. That's Digital Nomad 101, yes, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, carrying on from that, a second way that you could make some income is by teaching or tutoring anything. It doesn't need to be a language. So if you have a skill in something, teach it. For example, I'm a dancer by trade. That's all I actually know how to do. So I was trying to teach some dance classes, maybe some yoga classes. Maybe you're a plumber and you know how to fix a leak, like anything. You could Mm. teach any classes online. And that means that you're doing something that you love. But something I found quite difficult is that it is hard to get clients. Yes. Have you found any service that, I mean, I know there's things like Fiverr and things like that, but is there anything more professional for people who have solid skills that they want to teach someone over a period of time? Have you found any services like that? Actually, yeah, I'm going to mention those in my next point. So I will carry on with that, actually, because it leads into freelancing. So offering your skills, it might not be teaching something, but offering your actual skills You can offer those remotely and you could use sites such as Upwork, Fiverr, like you mentioned. There is something called Solid Gigs and also Flex Jobs. Those are a couple sites you could look into to offer your skills in anything. And yes, folks, I will have links to these in the show notes (laughs) if I can figure out what they are. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) So that's also really good as well. I did actually train myself to be a proofreader, which is kind of like an editor. So that's something else I've tried to dabble in as well. And I was offering my services for writers and authors as a proofreader. So again, the pro is that you're using what skill you have and you get to set your own rate, which is brilliant. But the sites do take a fee from that. So remember that you won't make all the money. You'll have to be paying a site in the middle as well. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So step number four would be in content creation, something that is pretty difficult to get into, but pretty popular right now as well. So if you're creative, maybe you love writing, you can create content for other people and other brands. So it is a quite competitive 
yes. work to be trying to get into. However, it's really good money because this is a quite in high demand right now. Now with the rise of social media, everything's online. So you better jump in there and maybe try and work with some brands and produce content for them. And I think you just brought up a huge point, and this is something I am terrible at, is you have to be proactive. You can't just open up a shop and say, hey, I'm here to promote your brand and expect the brands to come to you. You have to go to them. Exactly. Which is how we ended up doing this interview. So <laughs> it works. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably what I would say is a con to content creation is that you do have to learn to pitch yourself to brands. So be prepared to learn a lot. It's just something good to pursue if you have that creativity streak, you want to get involved online, just make sure you do your research, reach out to other people that are in content creation, get some tips, invest in your knowledge. But, you know, if you're going to be doing something you love using your creative hand, then you'll be on great money for it and you'll be location free. Yeah, and I think of all the things I've heard, that is my favorite it's just difficult if you're not someone who's good at self-promoting, which includes me. <laughs> but it sounds good. I, I, I would, I mean, I would totally encourage a young person trying to do this out in the road to start with this, or at least to have it in their bag of tricks, because it seems like a lot of people are making this work by having multiple income streams. It's Absolutely. not like they don't have one big job. They've got 16 little ones. Exactly. Multiple income streams, the key to wealth building or oh, something I've got really passionate about over the years. But yeah, if you're wanting to get into wealth building this way, you've got to build some passive income streams online, right? So yeah, yeah totally agree. It's a good one to look into. So I'll move on to a number five idea for income. It is YouTube, like you mentioned. So again, it's something to consider that this is going to take work. I know a lot of people that or a lot of travelers that just think, right, I'm going to quit my job, start a YouTube channel, and I'll travel full time by the end of this year. Mm -hmm. The truth is, it's probably not going to work out that way. Um, <laughs> it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. This is something you have to really invest your time into. You have to be passionate about it. Again, it's really competitive. Um, so just some figures to have in mind if you're considering a YouTube channel is that you must have, I think it is at least 1,000 subscribers yes. and 4,000 watch hours in the past year. So it's probably going to take some time to build up to that. Keep that in mind. Now, that's very true. And, and YouTube is something I'm paying some attention to right now. And I've learned a couple of things. One is that once you get past 1,000 subscribers, the money doesn't come from the subscribing. It comes right. from the viewing. So it's much more important to have a good quality video than to say, keep pressing that subscribe button. That, that isn't what's right. important. It's to get people watching. Exactly that. And then I think people maybe don't know as well that a lot of the higher income comes from the advertising. So you want to have a good channel with dedicated watches because it's the ad companies that are going to be paying to have their ads put on your videos. I think that's where a lot of the higher end income from YouTube comes to. Yeah, I do. And another thing I've noticed, and this is good for folks like you, Phoebe, honestly, I think if, and, and, and this may sound terrible, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think <laughs> if you are a young woman in a van who can produce regular content, you have a very good chance of earning some money from YouTube in six months or so. For sure. Absolutely. For the last two years, I've been watching channels and I've been watching a lot of channels that are just starting out to see what happens. 80% of them make three videos and disappear. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of them do the same thing every week. Woman in a van with a dog, dogs help, 
speaking to the camera about whatever's going on that day. Mm. And then after two years, they're making $1,000, $2,000 a month on YouTube. Now, that is not a promise or anything like that. But I've seen that happen so many times that I think in this one place, solo female van travelers actually have an advantage over other people. I think I kind of agree with you on that one. But you've got to be consistent. Like you just said, how many people started and then dropped out because they don't realize how long it's going to take them, how much skin they've got to put in the game. So consistency yeah. is definitely key on building that YouTuber. And it is work. It, this isn't, oh, yeah. You don't just film the video and upload it, folks. <laughs> For sure. So when I mention ad companies coming into YouTube, this is bringing me on to my biggest passion ever – Passive income. Oh, passive income. It's just not what we've been taught. We've been taught to get a salary job, a capped income. This is a real game changer, man. So a couple ideas I've got here on passive income, or actually, if people don't know what passive income is, yeah. this is when you set up online systems or maybe investments where the money is being generated for you. So take out that concept of I'm trading my time for my money. So I'm worth a certain amount per hour sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to be setting up systems where the money works for you while you sleep, where you, when you're chilled out on the beach, like anywhere, the money is still working for you. So it is a real wealth builder. The first example I've got here on passive income is by building a website. Now, it's not quite that simple. You could choose a niche that you know really well about and you love it. And you could build a website showcasing awesome information about that. It could be like video games, you're into gardening, you're into pole dancing, I don't know. Just make sure you stand out with that. Mm -hmm. But you would need to buy a domain and web hosting. You can use sites like Squarespace and Wix.com. They could maybe be linked as well, where you can build your websites there. So the idea of having a website is that you drive traffic to it. You build a really good viewing and then you can charge advertisers or include affiliate links to monetize it. So very similar to YouTube, it's going to be a long time to get this going. It's a lot of work yeah. in the beginning, but once that's up and running, then you've got your passive income streams from advertisers. And it's funny how these things work because um, I have one big video on YouTube and it accounts for like 90% of my YouTube income, but I haven't put up a video in three months now because mm. I'm retooling <laughs> and that money is still coming. I, I mean, nothing has changed. There you go. It, it's completely passive completely. income, like you said. That's amazing. Well done you. Well, I was just lucky. But. <laughs> <laughs> but a perfect example of it. All that hard work goes in in the beginning and then you're not doing anything for months. It's just generating that income for you. Like what better way can you be making money to travel with, you know? Well, you're detaching your time from your income, which lets you travel and mm. lets you be anywhere. And I think that is a really interesting thing for folks to look at. It's not something that I'm ever going to be an expert on, but for young folks who are really going to try to live this alternative lifestyle as a traveler in a van or however, this sounds really interesting to me. So I would like you to tell me more. <laughs> I would do my best. But exactly that. You've got to break. It's so hard, but you've got to break that mindset we've been conditioned on where you trade your time for money. Like that's just, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. Yeah. So it's going to, if especially like you said, if you're wanting to travel, be it in a van, whatever, you really need to detach the idea of time with your money because you obviously want the time freedom to be traveling with. So got to make money work for you, man. Mm -hmm. 
moving on with that, number seven of ways to make money online, you can sell your own stuff. Sounds really simple. But if you maybe like to be a bit more hands-on, then you can sell your own creations. This is maybe coming away from online passive income a little bit. But again, once you've got something built and ready, you can be shipping it and advertising it on automation. So it's still kind of crossing the border of passive income. So for example, I was making Minnie Mouse ears. You know, Minnie <laughs> yeah, Mouse. I do. I'm Disney obsessed. And I was <laughs> making these beautiful headband ears, but with completely my own creative designs and ideas and stuff. And I was using sites such as Etsy, Amazon, eBay, Shopify, just to sell my own creations. So a pro to this is that you're making what you love, like you're setting your own price again. But the con would be that you have to consider the cost of materials and, again, the amount of time that you're putting into building something. And you've got the shipping and stuff yeah. to worry about, which is going to be a challenge if you're traveling. But if you travel and you have a base, for example, I know a lot of people that go and live somewhere for a year, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's something to consider as to make your own creations and sell them. That is definitely an up-and-coming world. I have an ambulance that I'm building out that is now dead, and I'm not very happy with it at the moment, but (laughs) I am actually finding a lot of the stuff I want for it on Etsy because there are people, like you say, making stuff themselves, and it's you can do very custom, Mm. specific things that maybe you'll sell a 100 of these things in a year, which isn't enough to attract any actual real manufacturer, but that could be a nice little bit of income for you. So, And it's not that hard to get set up with it, unless I'm wrong. Right. No, no, totally agree with you. Not that hard. Not many rules to follow here. Excellent. So, can I move on to the big one? Oh, yes, okay, guys. we're on to the big one, folks. You guys, okay. So, affiliate marketing. <laughs> this, this is what's created the life that I've got. I could not tell you the gratitude that I have for it and how upcoming how promising it is for you to jump into something along these lines at this time affiliate marketing this is when you are the middleman of a sale so when you find the right product and the company and right advertising method like this could be the most suitable one for the majority of people because it has the most minimal requirements i would say so You're advertising a product and you're making commission from the sale without having to deal with the production, the selling, the shipping of the product. So the work is a minimum. And if the product is high ticket, that just means it's expensive. So you could be making in the thousands per sale when you find a good expensive product. That is absolutely true. I mean, I'm organizing this big cruise to Alaska right now. Mm -hmm. And I am a travel agent and people don't think of it in these terms But I am exactly what you just described. I'm an affiliate marketer for Celebrity Cruise Lines in this case. I'm telling people their product is good. I'm sharing my experiences with it. And when they book through me, Celebrity takes them on a cruise and I get a portion of that, which is called commission. And this can be done now online with coffee mugs or cars or generators or whatever. Exactly like that. I really love that. So I don't know about you, Jeff, and how you advertise your products or business this way. Mm -hmm. But just a common misconception I was thinking of is that people think you need a following. Like people think that you need hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram just so you can advertise products and make any kind of decent commission from it. 
you totally don't need that. There's a way around this. You don't have to harass your friends and family like a lot of people do <laughs> on Facebook. There is a professional way to do it. You've just got to know where to find it. So the genuine method of advertising that I've found as I've been trying different things is that you advertise to specific audiences or we say demographics who are already interested in what product you've got. Now, that's a huge shift from just marketing to whoever you've got on your following list. You can be using paid ads and literally targeting who you are putting these ads in front of to people that are more likely to buy your stuff. They're not going to be annoyed by seeing it because they've already showed interest in it. Like, oh, it's just such a good shift of doing this. I refer to this as targeted marketing. Exactly. I am a fan of targeted marketing. Now, I know a lot of people like go on Amazon and they look at a tennis racket and then suddenly on Facebook, there's tennis rackets everywhere and they're like, oh, this is creepy. They're watching me. But I like that because (laughs) I would much rather see ads for something that I'm interested in than ads for like makeup that I am honestly not interested in. Exactly that. And then in the perspective of being the person that's actually doing the advertising, how much more fulfilling is it when you are showing things to people where they're actually going to want it? You're actually helping them. That's true. Giving them something they're looking for. So it's just a much more fulfilling and comfortable and enjoyable process when you advertise this way. Can you give us specifics on how we can do this? Yeah, of course. So (laughs) you've got to start somewhere for me. Like I said, I was a ballet teacher. I needed to start from the absolute bottom or the absolute scratch you could possibly get down to. So just so you know, your job here as an affiliate is just to write an ad about the product. It includes your affiliate link in there. People buy through your link and you receive a chunk of the sale price. That's it. Super simple. You don't need qualifications to do this. You don't need experience to do this. You don't even need a product to do this. The money is unlimited in commission, it's commission-based, and it's not trading your time because once those ads are up and running, they're running for you. It's bringing sales in. So my personal situation and how anyone listening could find somewhere to start with affiliate marketing is by working with a product that you're genuinely passionate about. Like To me, that's really important. Work with a company and a product that you love, something that's fulfilling for you. Like I've been partnered with one company just one since I started this two years ago and that's because they're in health and sustainability something I love something I'm trying to give back to the world with something I'm helping with they've been running for over 40 years so I can trust the company and they pay out between 300 and 5,000 US dollars per sale that's a good ballpark to be looking at anyone can do it I came from nowhere so Pretty good place to start. Yeah, I, I do the Amazon affiliate thing, which honestly, folks, you all should have Amazon affiliate accounts. Right. I mean, it's so easy. And I just get paid in Amazon gift cards, which is an option they have. And I'm fine with that because I'm just going to buy more stuff <laughs> for the van. But I, other than cruises, which is the old travel agent model of things, I have never done any of the high-end stuff. So what kind Mm. of products are we talking about? Anything in health and sustainability. Me personally, it's in more of a machinery aspect. You can find all the information out about this, by the way, in any of my links linked around somewhere. Yeah, they will be in the show notes. For sure. So I'm also part of a travel community. I think I just managed to find this. I just got lucky, I think. And I found this community that provides the training on how to actually do everything we've just talked about in affiliate marketing. 
And it's awesome because they're all traveling. They're all using this to fund that lifestyle that they want to do. I think there's over like 6,000 other travelers in there. So again, another way for you to even network, to find connections, other travelers somewhere around the world that you can go see. So that particular opportunity is totally available for anyone, by the way. Um, If that option feels like the best fit for you to achieve the location freedom that you want for travel, whether in a van or wherever, then you can definitely find my links in the show notes. But I think another thing to mention is it's so important to go for what resonates with you. Like affiliate marketing, try it, please try everything. But if you try and it's not for you, it's totally okay. Keep trying. You've got to do something that you're passionate about something that makes you I know it sounds cheesy but something that makes your heart glow something that you love the whole idea of this is to be building some kind of awesome income that's freedom based so you can travel and live your best life and just live your happiest life so you've got to be making money doing something you're happy doing as well but try everything you guys you've been given eight brilliant ways that you can look into from any level so do give it a go so, Phoebe, do you have a link for the training that we can Absolutely. Share you can just go to www.phoebesfootsteps.com to find actually really good information in that website. It's even got a totally free video where it's broken down exactly how you can get started with the affiliate marketing that we talked about. So that's a great starting point to do your research as well. Make sure you go check that one out. Excellent. Thank you. So, Phoebe, what's what's in the future for you? What do you think you're going to do from now? Oh, we have some great plans, but do you want to head over to Georgia quite soon? Not the state, Georgia. Ooh. The one that's in Europe, Asia, that kind of place, <laughs> next to Turkey. So we would love to build a base there for many reasons, but um, it sounds like it's an upcoming digital nomad location, guys. So get no in there kidding. before it starts to get overrun. <laughs> well, that's really good to know. I mean, I honestly, most folks in the U.S. don't know that there's more than one Georgia. Yeah, but, that's what I thought. <laughs> but, but there is. There's a much bigger one in the that East. Is. and uh, yeah, and... They have their own language. They have their own <laughs> currency. Everything. <laughs> wow. All right, well, I'll have to work on getting my ambulance to start. Apparently, I need six (laughs) new glow plugs. But in the meantime, thank you, Phoebe, very much for giving us all this information and for helping me out with the podcast on a subject that I can't really be that much help on. I think you've given folks some really good information on what's possible while still saying that, folks, you have to do the work. It's not necessarily easy. But guys, just get this in, in your heads right now. You and only you are the creator of your reality. No one else is going to build the life that you want for you. And you're literally unlimited nowadays with online on what you could achieve. So if you've got that small, tiny burning curiosity about how these travelers are doing it and that you want to live this freedom-based lifestyle, you're done with the job, you've just got to learn. Like that's all it is. Research, learn from people that have what you want. Check out all the options we've just listed. Go to all those links. You can even get me as a coach if you would like to. Just find me on Instagram. But make sure you're doing something about it. There's only you that could create the life that you want. And literally the world is your oyster these days. How can people find you if they'd like to talk to you more about this? Instagram's probably the best bet. So you can find me at Phoebe's Footsteps, linked somewhere below. Um, You can find all information about everything that I do on there. You can see my current travel adventures and you can just reach out to me. Drop me a message and we can talk about getting you set up in the life that you want. Phoebe, you have the best attitude and accent (laughs) I've heard in a very long time. I should have put on my extra fancy English accent today, shouldn't I? (laughs) No, no, you shouldn't have. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, thank you so much, Phoebe. I wish you the best of luck in the future, and please keep us informed of any new things you discover. Oh, thanks so much. It was so lovely to chat to you. See you later. And we will see you later in the next episode, which will be on Wednesday as normal. Thanks again to Phoebe. I hope some of that information was useful to you. I certainly learned a lot from her. And wow, folks, you can be very excited. You live in an exciting new age where you have all kinds of opportunities. Try to take advantage of them. I will be talking at you guys on Wednesday. See you down the road.